What's up, everyone? This is Philly Pat, and we are back on another episode of the Philly Pat Project. Um, I am excited for tonight's episode. Um, We are going to be taking a walk among the dead, and uh, tonight we are going to be talking about The Walking Dead. Um, And I am excited to be able to do that. We're going to talk about the original uh, series. We're going to talk about the comic books, just kind of the art and, and you know, uh, just just some of the storylines um, that inspire the TV show, um, ranking of the seasons, uh, some favorite episodes and some highlights from that, um, and, you know, uh, some of my favorite characters and just, you know, I'm excited to be able to do this. Um, before getting started, um, I just want to thank my listeners and you guys, um, you know, without you guys, I really, really, truly couldn't do this. Um, I really appreciate all the recent listens and, and the people who are starting to, uh, you know, find this podcast. Um, without you guys, I really, really couldn't do it. And, you know, this is for me really starting to feel like a community and, and I extract stress this a lot, you know, um, and point this out that this podcast was meant to be a community for people to be able to talk about things like horror, skateboarding and, you know, um, sports, uh, Philly sports and all those things. And, uh, just kind of bring people together for a little bit to just, you know, listen to us here on the project. And I am super, super grateful. Um, shout out to all my guests who have, you know, really made this first season awesome. Um, really appreciate you guys. Um, killer episodes. And um, as always, you know, to the future listeners, I appreciate you as well. Um, you know, the more listeners we get and the more people who join uh, the podcast, um, become a part, not just of the community, but, you know, a part of something that continue. Uh, we'll be able to continue to grow. And I really, really, truly appreciate that. Um, You know, with that being said, um, The Walking Dead was one of the first shows of horror um, that I got into. Um, You know, I've talked about it before, like outside of the Resident Evil games and then, you know, the movies and different stuff. It was um, a show that came on and took me on this journey that just recently wrapped up. And, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. Um, I love, love graphic novels and comic books. And, you know, I've read uh, most of The Walking Dead, um, you know, and uh, was able to follow along. And it was just a really, really fun journey for me. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's hard and I love it. And and I was really glad, um, that they were able to make the walking dead and make the show and, you know, do the things that they were able to do with it. Um, with that being said, I wanted to dive in to some of my favorite episodes. Um, and the first episode I want to talk about, uh, is season one, episode one. Um, the first episode of The Walking Dead, Days Gone By. Um, I thought it was a brilliant uh, and well-written and well-executed uh, first episode. Um, you know, I actually think it's like one of the best first episodes of a, of a series I've ever seen. Um, it really was able to captivate you, um, really 
bring you into the show and into the world. Um, I love the cinematography. I love the way that uh, they did the downtown shots of Atlanta and just the wide shots. And that was really, really cool to see. And, you know, the special effects was our first introduction to um, the walkers and, you know, the world of the dead and and everything, um, you know, that we were getting ready to prepare ourselves for. We got introduced to Rick. Um, You know, we got that small little bit of information of what was happening right before in a tent shootout and everything that kind of went on. You know, you have him waking up in the hospital and just, you know, seeing that the world has gone to shit and there's this, you know, zombie apocalypse. And, you know, um, we got some introductions to, uh, you know, some other characters and, you know, but it was a really good focused episode uh, on, you know, one of the main characters for most of the show in Rick and uh you know there was a lot of tense moments um but uh it's what really really made it what it was and it it really sucked you in and pulled you in and you were like okay I'm here let's do this um so I always have to include that first episode because it's what you know uh made me fall in love with the show um Another really awesome episode. It was really sad. I know it's a really sad episode for people. Um, You know, uh, it was very, very gut-wrenching. But season seven, episode one, the day will come when you won't be. Uh, You know, first they had that cliffhanger that I think had everyone like, you motherfucker, like, what's going on? Um, we know going into the premiere of season seven that someone's been killed uh, and we're just trying to figure out who that was. Um, I remember when it came out, I was, you know, hanging out with some friends and we're watching it. Um, and I like the way it was done because it, it continues with that cliffhanger and spends, I think, the first 20 minutes of that episode just kind of showing... Um, the aftermath and how everyone uh, felt and how Rick felt powerlessness uh, in the moment. And, you know, um, we get this introduction to Negan, um, you know, a brilliant actor and and brilliant performance. Um, I think that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a fantastic actor. Uh, I thought he was the perfect choice for the role. He really, 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 really did well as Negan personally that's how I feel um and we play this cat and mouse game between him and Rick and you know that game's being played out before we finally find out what happened and uh you know um we we find out that Abraham uh was you know the one chosen and killed now I was familiar with the comic book um so I was like oh hold up, are they, you know, because The Walking Dead did do a few things different from the comic books, if you follow both, and I'm like, oh, are they doing something different, and, you know, Daryl has his moment, some sequences of event, and bam, the gut punch, Uh, Glenn is killed, um, you know, just like his character in the comic, and, you know, visually, and with the special effects, and just kind of like the little 
corpse and emotions and the emotional sayings in, in the entire sequence, brilliant. Um, between Abraham and the peace sign to, to Sasha and, you know, um, how, how Glenn says to Maggie, you know, I'll find you. And, uh, you know, I think that that was just like really, really well done. But I think what made it what it was is that it was a moment where we can really be there with the characters um, in that sense. And that's, to me, always really, really good writing when you can do that. Um, you know, I thought it was the strongest episode of the entire season. Um, you know, uh, I'll get to my rankings and, and with all that. But, you know, for me, it was the best episode of the entire season seven. Um, and it, it was really well, really well done. Um, another episode that I really enjoyed was season 10, episode 22, Here's Negan. Um, it really gave you some backstory to Negan. Now, Negan for me over time, maybe even a little bit from the beginning, he's like that villain you are really intrigued by, you really like, but you're also trying to like, for me at least, I was trying to like psychologically understand him. Like, all right, he's... He's an asshole. He's a monster. He kills people. He, you know, um, he's a survivor. Um, you know, he's done what he's had to do under the circumstances uh, that he was dealt. But like, what's really happening? You know, what's underneath Negan? And that was an episode where we kind of saw a bit of humanity in him. Um, you know, that he had a human side, that he had emotions and he felt remorseful. And it was like one of the one of the first glimpses, because um, as the show, you know, concluded, it was like a really redeeming moment, almost in the sense for him as a character, like that he can now use all that, like, you know, uh, the bad and the, the anger and the frustration and who he is as a character to really help, you know, um, you know, our friends on The Walking Dead, right? And like kind of be there for him and you know he he had redeemed himself a little bit you know throughout season 10 prior to so it was like a really really good way to show it was really sad um you know in that we find out you know that uh Lucille was his wife um that you know is something we we know from the comic books if you follow that and you know, um, you see those last moments and like what he had to do. And I guess, you know, uh, when you're put in a position to, to kill your wife, you know, um, I think that anything after that really doesn't matter. You know, like you have a sense of like, I'll do whatever it takes to survive. You know, um, if I'm not going to break, then I'm going to use it as motivation, you know, and he certainly did. And, um, I thought it was really well done. It's actually awesome that Jeffrey Dean Morgan had his wife in that. Uh his real wife in real life play his wife on the on the episode. So I thought like it brought authentic love and appreciation for the characters because it's, you know, real life as well as their characters on the show. So I really thought that was a brilliant choice to do that and you know, um that doesn't always work. Um, but that really worked in this episode. Um, so it was a really, really, really cool episode. Um, season nine, episode 15, the calm before, um, 
special effects were out of this world in this episode. Um, it was definitely a gut punch of an episode. I mean, we have the infamous uh, Heads on a Pike um, set by Alpha, um, you know, at the end of the episode, she storms in, they did change some of the characters from the comics, um, some of their deaths and some characters lived, uh, on the show in comparison to the comics. Um, but you know, with Tara, Henry, just that gut punch, um, you know, that she's like, Hey, like I'm, I'm Alpha, like, you know, you want to fuck with me, you know, uh, this is my territory, this is my war, this is my, you know, and it really, really sent, set up a really, really tense, um, season 10 and everything that went on with that. Um, and I thought like, uh, you knew, you know, it was coming, you know, like there was a lot of emotional moments between the characters, um, Anita and like just kind of everything that was happening in that episode. You can, you can feel, um, that something was coming, and, you know, some of the side characters or characters you might have not enjoyed, not enjoyed as much, like, they were first shown in the heads, and you're like, eh, okay, okay, and then, yeah, you have Anita, and Anid, and, and, uh, you know, um, Tara, and Henry, were, you know, there was some gut punches in there, and I feel as though that it was well done. I thought the special effects were really, really cool. I thought it was some of the best that they had in a while um, at that point in in, in the show. And, you know, it it was an episode that uh, set the tone uh, for the Whisperer War, um, which, you know, I'll get into that. But that's a really, really cool, um, really cool story that, you know, they drew a lot of inspiration from. So... Really, really enjoyed that episode as well. Um, Season four, episode eight, Too Far Gone. I fucking hated the governor. Um, I'm just going to say, like, I liked nothing about him. I thought he was a really, really brutal character. And and he was an outstanding villain in the sense. But there was just nothing I could like about him. Um, even, you know, with his backstory and with his daughter and everything like that, there was just nothing that allowed me to really, really enjoy him. So, you know, um, season four, you know, the mid-season finale, uh, too far gone, um, you know, was set up brilliantly to have Michonne fucking kill him. You know what I mean? He killed Herschel. Uh, which fuck you, right? Um, it, it was a great battle. It was a great fight um, between Rick and him. Like it was one of the first real antagonistic, uh, one of the first antagonistic, you know, rivalries that Rick had throughout the course of the show. But you know, me, I wasn't a huge fan of the governor uh, personally, and uh, I really, really enjoyed the moment when the sword went right through his fucking heart. Um, that alone was worth the entire watch for me, uh, which is awesome because, you know, that's what the show does. Like whether you like a character or you don't, or whether you're, you know, enjoy this part of the season as a comparison to this part of the season or so forth and so on. There are really, really redeeming moments that are like thank yous for watching moments, you know, I feel as writers. And I felt that that was like a nice touch, um, you know, because the story, governor, you know, everything 
led up to that. And it was a good way to shift season four into the direction that it does that really set up an awesome season five. So, you know, um, those were the highlights for me. Again, I like the way it was shot. I like the action sequences. Um, but that, that fucking sword right through the fucking heart, man. That was the, that was a, that was the moment where I was cheering, uh, you know, as a viewer, um, season five, episode eight, um, man, this was an emotional, emotional, uh, episode, um, Beth, Beth, man, um, it was, it was a very, very tense episode, um, it did end in her death, um, it was a gut punch in the middle of the season, um, you know, there was a great, great sequences happening in the hospitals, it was a very, very tense standoff, um, very well done, because you, you really felt the emotional gut punch in that moment, um, when Daryl carries her out to Maggie, you know, and, and you just see that, in the characters, you know, without words, just kind of how they were really feeling. That was, uh, that was really well done. Um, I also enjoy, you know, the, the hospital sequences. I just like, really like the cinematography and like the, the, the production sets, you know, personally. Um, but that was a really, really, really good episode. Um, really kind of threw you off, uh, which, the Walking Dead, that's, you know, what happens a lot. So, you know, um, but it was a, it was a moment where I was like, damn, that, that kind of sucks because you kind of wanted that story for Daryl. You wanted to kind of a little bit of happiness in that moment, um, as, as things were going on and, you know, it would have been a nice moment, but this is the Walking Dead. This is the Walking Dead universe, you know, but this also too, just kind of shows you like the emotional death um, of how we can relate to the characters. This was a fine example of that. Um, another episode, uh, from season five, um, episode 14, spend, um, <sighs> you know, season five was really, really good. It, 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 it I'll get into why I think it's really, really good, but, um, and what, how I feel about it in the rankings, but <sighs> Noah, you know, as it sucks that he died and it sucks under the fucking circumstances that he did die. You know, um, I thought it was like just a coward, coward move, um, you know, in the whole situation, uh, but, you know, regardless of that, um, you know, regardless of how the character Nicholas was in that moment, how shitty that was, it really was like one of the coolest zombie attacks um, of the show. You know, um, it was really, really awesome, you know, uh, that they're they're stuck in the revolving doors and... Just how he's eaten and how vicious it was. Um, as a horror fan, that really, really stood out to me. Um, you know, 
out of that whole episode, that's definitely the defining moment. And, you know, you have a combination of horror and brutality and emotional death uh, in the sense that it is Noah, um, you know, and Glenn, like, like caring for his friend. And, uh, you know, that to me is what makes horror great when you can combine all these elements. And, you know, this was one of my favorite episodes throughout the whole series. So, you know, that's what spoke to me in that episode. Um, so awesome, awesome moment for the writers. Um, another episode that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, season 2, episode 13, Beside the Dying Fire. Um, you know, I think... I think uh, you know, this show, from the beginning, has found a way to, um, you know, emotionally get to you. And, you know, the first two seasons, uh, we have the character Shane. Um, and, you know, I think it's, um, I think it sucks when you have to see a character go. Um, you know, storyline, um, you know, and everything that went into it, you know, like he had to die. Um, but it really sucks because as much of an asshole um, that Shane was, um, and John Bernthal, great, great actor, perfect for the role. I would compare that to like how I feel about Negan and, and the acting choice there, like really, really nailed the role. But, you know, like he he had a heart and, and then it slowly went away and you see him doing all these horrible, horrible things, you know, and it's where we see for the first time that even though Rick kills him as, you know, he, he's still a human, that doesn't matter. It's in it's in your system. You see it fully on the screen now that, you know, after they um after after death, you turn regardless, you know, and, and I think that that was like a twist moment. I think it was like an emotional moment for Rick. Um, I think it was an emotional moment for Carl as well. Um, you know, I think the whole sequence was really done. Um, season two for me was like, I know they had like some production issues and, you know, what they were going to do with budgets and everything. And, you know, a lot of it was on the farm and like, they ended it right where they needed to, to like get the story going and get them in the different locations. But it was a really, really nice way to like cap off everything because it was like moments of isolation and frustration and mistrust and betrayal. And, but at the same time, you know, like it's relatable, right? Like if you have a really, really good friend and like some things go south, you know, regardless in the moment, you are going to still care about that person in some way, shape or form, you know, and I think that that touched into the human emotion, which was really powerful writing, you know, um, you know, and, and uh, you know, it was, it was pretty good episode. Um, and is there any other episodes I want to talk about? Eh. I think I think that's like some of the highlights for me. I did enjoy season 11, episode 6, 
on the inside, I just kind of felt like a lot of horror. Um, I think it was talked about it in the review. I just like the people under the stairs way they were doing some of those sequences. Um, season 11 was like hit or miss at different points in times for me. So that was just like a little highlight that I caught. Um, you know, that, that was pretty cool. Uh, they had going on, um, you know, uh, considering, um, you know, season 10, episode 16, a certain doom, uh, you know, beta's end. I thought that that was really well done. It was a really good action and, and sequence in, in horror. Um, it was really cool to see, uh, Hallie died. I really enjoyed seeing Daryl and Negan team up in that moment. Those are some of the first real glimpses that like there's some redemption in in them because even though they've been having to to work with each other, you know, uh, work with Negan after everything that happened between them and the characters, like it was really cool to see that he like stepped up in the moment. Um, he was stepping up in that season as well too, just as a character Negan. But that was a moment where, you know, um, they really got to got to work together and it was really cool that uh daryl was able to give the final final kill blow to uh beta um ryan hurst's great actor and i really enjoyed seeing him as beta um i thought that was a really really good casting choice as well so you know shout out to that um you know and yeah, I mean, those are just like some of the episodes. There's so many good episodes of The Walking Dead, and I could probably go on for for fucking ever about this, but there are some other things that I want to touch on about uh, the world of The Walking Dead. Um, you know, for me, and, and this will kind of make sense, but I really enjoyed the Here's, Here's Negan comic. Um, it was, it it was very similar to how they played it out, um, in the, uh, TV show, but it's just between the animation, uh, and and the graphics and everything that went into how, uh, visually I was able to read it and just how I was able to see it, um, really appreciate that as a comic book fan, uh, graphic novel fan, but also, you know, there's, I've always enjoyed Negan. Um, I thought he was just a character that, like, had a lot more going on. Um, This is, again, an introduction to a little bit more about Lucille and, like, the whole story with his wife and everything that went into that. Um, Few small differences, but it was a standalone uh, comic that they did that I really, really enjoyed. And I felt like was the right choice to bring that uh, to the viewer and to the reader. Um, you know, my, my two favorite storylines, um, throughout the walking dead, you know, was, you know, the Negan war, the all out war, you know, um, I like the way it's done, you know, um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's great source material, um, played out a little differently on the TV, uh, but definitely, um, with, you know, very similar, everything from Glenn to, you know, with him and Rick and, you know, um, him going to jail and everything. But, you know, I think there was a lot of death and a lot of, uh, as a horror fan, there was a lot of death. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of people dying. Um, you know, on the TV, few characters die. 
that didn't die during that sequence. Um, but I, I like when I was reading it and looking at it and just seeing the visuals and just the creativity behind it. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts of The Walking Dead. And I really enjoyed The Whisperer War. You know, there was something really intriguing about that. You know, um, you have these characters who found a way to camouflage themselves in the zombie apocalypse and use that to their advantage to pick off other survivors and kind of be, you know, that alpha, right? Like, like alpha and beta, like that alpha of, of, you know, survival of the fittest. And there's a lot more to the characters and we do learn a little bit about that as well as on uh, the TV series. Um, but I always just think like out of everything I was able to read, um, there might be like a little section here and there I might have not been able to finish um, just yet. Uh, but like as far as all of this and everything that, that matches up with the show, I've been able to read and it's just for me, it's it, they just stood out, you know. I don't know if it's just the visual, the the bad guy, rivalry, cat and mouse. I think it's really psychological stories as well, um, which probably has a lot to do with it as well. So, you know, um, as a comic book, those are my go-tos. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of creative writing in that, and I really appreciate that. Um, now everyone's going to feel different. Uh, everybody's going to have their own take on this. Um, but I'm just going to give you mine. We had 11 seasons. And it was a long, long journey. Uh, but I am going to give you my favorite uh, seasons from my favorite to my least favorite. We are going to go in order. Um Season five, I think everything, you know, just the gut punches, um, the emotional deaths, uh, some of the, some of the, between the terminus, you know, uh, if I'm remembering pronouncing that right, you know, the cannibals, um, you know, to, to just how vicious and hard like that season was between the hospital set to, you know, just the, the first episode, which I didn't mention, but just how explosive that was, how we saw Carol really becoming who she was, just a, a cold-blooded, like, vicious woman, you know, who's kind of lost it all almost, um, to how brutal Rick was, um, and just, you know, that there really was a dark side to Rick, um, just just how much character death went into that season um like i said you know noah's death not just from the emotions not to just how the actors you know uh did their jobs in that in that uh scene but like the horror behind that um really really stood out for me um really really uh great stuff um season one would be next you know um it's the shortest, but it's the introduction. You know, this is where we have a few deaths along the way that we're really building characters. Um, we find out about the CDC. We find out about, you know, how the virus, you know, uh, we don't know until a little later, but that's where Rick, you know, in that moment, looking back, finds out that like you're kind of, you're going to turn no matter what. It's just a matter of how you're going to turn, um, you know, um, you know, 
just how they became friends and they went on this journey together really bonded them um it was really really enjoyable uh and would be one of my favorites top two um then season four you know um i think it was building to season five you know i really enjoyed watching the governor die you know i thought that was good entertainment i just really hated his character but like watching him die um there's definitely some emotional deaths uh we got some new characters um you know that really helped carry the story and i just thought overall it was uh very very much felt like it was really the show was really coming into its peak um is the best way to put that and then i would say season 9 you know um i just again you know uh maybe it's because of the source material because of the graphics i really enjoy the introduction to the whispers um that that a little bit of what's going on with them um i also really uh you know it was rick's final episodes um and i thought you know, there's a few episodes of that season, like any season, where it's like kind of filler. It's not really important, but I felt like the first five episodes were really building up the characters, was really showing how vicious things can go and the direction it could go. Um, it gave you a little bit of taste um, until the final moment. You thought Rick, you know, we you thought Rick was gone. That was a really intense scene. Um, you know, really, really good scene. Like, if I break down some of my favorite scenes, the bridge scene, you know, it was very heroic. It was very noble. It was very, like, Rick in the moment being who he was. Of course, it has that horrific ending with, you know, um, the whispers and the pikes, you know, and the zombified heads and everything with that. Um, but I thought it was like, you know, a taste of the old days um, still, so far into the show. Um, then season two uh, would probably be right in the middle. Um, you know, I, I wasn't a fan of, of the farm the entire season. You know, I don't think I'm any different than anyone else when it comes to that. But I do feel that Shane really carried that season. Um, just how he was breaking as a person and how he, you know, just had human emotions. But he was also like very vindictive and you know, how, how, how vicious he truly was. Um, it was interesting to see that, uh, unfold on screen. It was very devastating, obviously, with Carol's daughter. And, uh, you know, that wasn't, you know, the funnest moment, but it also, it's also where they took risks, you know, um, as a show and you realize no one's safe at any point. So I really thought that that was like, really awesome um and you know was setting the tone for the show um and building on that and then season 10 um only because i felt like season 9 is where the whispers really shined uh i i do really like the way it ended one of my favorite episodes is uh, it's from season 10 um you know i i like how negan really redeemed himself in that season i like that I loved watching Alpha's death. Um, I really enjoyed Beta's death. Um, I like how Negan was a part of all of that. And Daryl had his moment because of just the viciousness between, you know, Daryl being the, you know, the Alpha uh, of, of his group, you know, with Rick being gone. But also, you know, Beta is, you know, um, 
has become the alpha after the death of um, Alpha a little earlier in the show. Um, I also think that we see some character development in Lydia, you know, in Alpha's daughter and how she joins forces, you know, with uh, Daryl and, and, and the group. And, you know, um, it was really, really good, but it just, uh, you know, it just kind of has to fall in there because, you know, The Walking Dead had, had some better seasons, in my opinion. Uh, then season three, you know, um, with Meryl and Daryl and everything. It was really, really cool. Um, I thought season four was a better highlight for the governor story. Um, there was a lot to learn in season three, and there was a lot of good information. There was some pretty good sequences. Um, you know, some tragic deaths, obviously, with uh, Rick's, you know, wife and, and Lori and everything. But uh, unfortunately, it just falls down the line a little bit. Um now, season seven, I do think that uh, the first episode is one of my favorite of all time. But um, And as much as I love Negan, uh, I just felt like there was too many filler episodes. Um, the back end of season seven was picking up pace, um, you know, especially with Sasha, you know, uh, willing to sacrifice herself and everything. But I just felt like you know, there was a little bit too much filler. Um, I think if they would have kept a consistent theme, it would have been one of the best seasons. Um, and only because of Negan did it really, really carry out because I think Rick was kind of really distraught that season. Um, you know, just, just stuck on what to do. Um, season six, there was a lot of really, really cool deaths. And there was just a lot of really, really interesting special effects. Um, but season six for me, you know, like the cliffhanger was cool. It was frustrating the first time seeing it, but it's kind of cool how they set all that up. Uh, but fortunately, it just falls down the line. Uh, season 11, you know, had some strong moments. Um, the end, the finale wasn't terrible. I thought it was a little anticlimactic, uh, but... You know, in comparison to The Walking Dead and every season before it, you're just not going to be able to put that above. And season eight, you know, there was really, really, really good moments between Rick and Egan. And there was really, really devastating moments, uh, especially with Carl dying. I mean, it it made some bold choices. But, you know, when I look back on this entire show, that's the season that I would watch the least because, again, it was just building too many filler episodes, you know, and I just felt like some of the other seasons were really strong and more consistent in the entertainment and the thrilling and then the horror. Um, with that being said, you know, um, I'm going to wrap up with my top seven, um, you know, favorite characters. And I am going to have to most definitely say Negan. I really, really enjoy him. He's like the anti-hero bad guy you really, really like. And I think the acting, you know, ca the casting of the actor really, really was a was a touch of gold. Um, but I also really enjoy him from the comics too. Um, and then Rick, you know what I mean? He carried us through nine, almost nine seasons, you know. Um, and he had his moments... And he had his, like, bad side, and he was just a well-written character. 
plays out very differently in the comic books uh, as far as his entire fate. But, you know, um, it's something in which, you know, we're, without Rick, you don't have the show, you know. Um, and he's really important to the show. And I really, really do enjoy Andrew Lincoln. Um, you know, I thought he did really well. Um, Daryl, you know, I like him. You know what I mean? I like Norman Reedus. Um, I thought he had some good moments. Um, I don't care about him as much just because, you know, he's not in the comic book. So, like, I always was waiting for his for his expendability. Um, but he became much more important to the show. And, you know, I do like his redeeming moments towards the end. Um, so, uh, towards the end, like, like not redeem, like redeeming for him, but like, you know, how they left him in a good state. Um, and then Carol, especially since season five, I just think that she showed how really tough she is, you know, and it's very similar in the comic books. Like she's just a very tough woman who's been through a lot, uh, probably more than most of the other characters. And she still finds a way to have humanity, um, and compassion, but will also kill you in an instant. So I really, really like that about her. Of course, Glenn, um, you know, he is probably my favorite character. Um, as far as the good guys, I mean, he is really, really awesome. Uh, I just think he had some of the funniest moments and he was a necessary humor. Uh, he was the glimmer of hope that the, the survivors needed. He's a, he's the person who brought joy into people's lives. And, you know, um, was just sad to see him go. You know, um, because he left a mark that I still think carried on with the characters even after that. Um, and then Beta, you know... Um, I really, really like his character. Um, he's vicious. He is vicious, um, which, you know, from a horror standpoint and like just like the thrilling standpoint is really entertaining. The actor's really magnificent. Um, he's done so much. Uh, sort of come in and, and do what he did was really, really cool. I felt like, you know, he didn't get as much because of Alpha, you know, but I mean, that's how the story has to go. But. I thought when he really was able to take the spotlight, he did really well up until the end. And then uh, I didn't enjoy her as much as the other characters, but Maggie, um, I felt like she had a lot of, you know, grief and emotion she used. Um, her ability to forgive Negan without forgiving him at the end of the show showed real growth for her. Um, and I think that she's a character that still has a lot more to explore. And with that being said, as far as the spinoffs, um, you know, I would like to, you know, just curious what happened to, to Rick. Um, and I haven't seen much of what they're going to do with Daryl, but what they have teased and what is coming out, uh, which I am going to end, you know, my thoughts on is, uh, you know, The Walking Dead, Dead City, um, you know, the, with, Ma I think I'm saying that right, but with Maggie and Negan, um, it looks fucking fantastic, it looks like 
Negan's finally getting a season, in my opinion, where like he really gets to shine. Uh, but also, from the looks of it, there's a lot of horror surrounding him and a lot of redeeming moments for him as a character, which is cool. And then, to, you know, it's going to be really interesting that Maggie's in a position where she needs Negan's help. Because I think from what they were teasing, uh, Maggie's son, you know, is kidnapped by, you know, uh, I guess the bad guy leader of some other group or whatever it is in New York City. Which I think is, you know, shout out to New York City. I love that city. Have some, uh, you know, a lot of set pieces in the horror world. With that, um, it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, now she has to rely on him. So are they two, Are they going to kill each other along the way? It's just putting people in an extraordinary situation under extraordinary circumstances, which I hope brings an extraordinary result um, and a fantastic spinoff. Uh, so that, that for me, is the one I'm really, really excited on. Um but that, again, you know, in wrapping up, man, The Walking Dead was a show that just brought so much joy for me as a viewer because of the characters and because of the stories and because of the set pieces and the action and the horror and, you know, the emotions and, like, you, you know, can relate to the characters and makes you really think, like, if that ever happened, what would you do? You know, and who are you going to be? Uh, in that moment. So, um, you know, it was a fantastic journey. Uh, you know, like anything, there was some good moments. There were some, I wouldn't say bad moments, but moments where, you know, it wasn't as enjoyable as other seasons or scenes or whatever. But um, overall, The Walking Dead is definitely something that, like, brought horror and comic love and you know, um, the thrill of, of the horror genre in a whole new way at an extraordinary time that carried, you know, one hell of a journey. So with that being said, um, you know, uh, we have some cool stuff coming up. You guys know this, um, you know, two, less than two weeks away, uh, but actually I'll be able to drop the episode, I think two weeks from now. You know, I'm super excited about Scream. So I've been talking about this, but uh, that is that is coming out, man. We're, we're under two weeks away, so I'm excited to see what that's going to bring. Um, we also have, uh, I have a guest coming on um, pretty soon. Uh, my buddy Rye will be joining. I got some other cool stuff. We're going to be talking about the state of horror. Um, you know, I'm going to get into some of the directors that I think are worth with you guys watching their films and, uh, you know, we'll be concluding in the next, uh, you know, next couple weeks uh, with season one, wrapping it up with all the sneak uh, previews of what's going to happen in season two. So I am super, super excited uh, to share that with you guys. Um, again, you know, um, this podcast is a community, you know, um, I only hope I'm talking about the things that you enjoy as much as I do. Um, I really hope it's a place you can come and just kind of like listen to different thoughts and everything and encourages you guys to, you know, go on a creative path in your own creative journeys because, you know, um, it's inspiring to be able to do this. And, you know, I really appreciate you guys. So with that being said, 
that wraps up our episode. Thank you for taking a walk down, uh, you know, a walk among the dead. And I am Philly Pat signing off. See you guys soon. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.